This is Gross Anatomy, where pop culture meets health culture. Let's get to it. Hello. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Although I'm tired. Yeah. But that's long normal. day. No. I mean, yeah. I guess you know. It's just the day. Yeah. It's the day, and there you, you go. Do you hear my fire crackling? No, but it looks really lovely. I love. There's nothing like a good fire. I'm proud. Do you of really myself. warm up from from your fire, you Girl Scout? I don't really know. I think it's mental. I mm. do. Yeah, I think I right. do. It's, do you sit over there by the fire? I should uncover um, it actually, so it doesn't light my. I'm I'm supposed to take my plants off. I always forget that part. Let me see that fire again. Look, are you proud? Nice. Now that's a fire. That's a fire, and there's that's no dirt. No dura flame in this house. Oh my god. Oh, dura flame. That's a fire. That's from something. That's well, what yeah. I'm, what's that from? That's Eddie Murphy from his old uh, stand-up uh, shows. He would talk about. I don't remember if it was like a the, when they would barbecue or something, and one of his relatives would be like, "Now that's a fire." I think. I think that's what the Eddie Murphy thing was. I don't I totally was... remember. I was just talking to Annie, who edits, and she and I were Shout laughing. out to Annie, who edits. Shout out, Annie. Shout out, Annie. Um, she and I were laughing because you always have these references, and I won't usually know the movie, but I think she knows all of them. So oh, she that's says awesome. she's like sitting in her house, screaming them into... into oh, so we'll see if she knows that that's a fire <laughs> thing. Into you, the abyss. You know, when we, we recently, you and I just met, I, I know we're totally off topic, but we were talking about, um, what's the name of the Jason Bateman podcast again? Smartless. Smartless. And I like how during their podcast, when they're talking about Hollywood entertainment stuff, I think Bateman is the one who always makes sure to like translate for the viewers, for the listeners, you know, the 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 Hollywood stuff. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I did notice he does that. I forget what he says. He says something like, there's a person's name they use. Mm -hmm. I think it's um, for... It might be like one of their moms Will's, or something, right? I think it's Will's, not Will, um, one of their sisters. Ah. So they'll be like for, you know... Ruth. For, yeah, yeah, for Ruth, yeah. yeah. And But it's really for us. So it makes that. you feel a little better. Yeah, I like I, that. I like how they do that, too. Mm -hmm. So that's Annie. So for us, it's Annie. For us, it's Annie, yeah. And there you go. Shout out to Annie. Annie knows everything. So she gets to listen to us me twiddling around looking for entertainment exactly. facts and there you go <laughs> and there you go we were just talking about um how excited i am to go to mexico tomorrow i'm going to tulum wait, wait do we need to say welcome everybody to gross anatomy welcome everybody to gross anatomy <laughs> do we we just kind of started schmoozing because that fire got us so distracted i know we i thought we already started yeah welcome everybody to gross anatomy and Allie's fire and, and my fire and my Girl Scout lesson. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I'm excited tonight. I'm feeling not as tired because it's like my Friday, you know? Mm, and you're packing. You, show, you showed me that you're packing. Yeah, I'm packing. Do you um, pack heavy or light when you travel? Oh, I think... Or just right? It depends who you ask. I'm sure some people would say I pack heavy, but... I think no matter the trip, I pack the same. So mm. if it's a two-night trip, I'm packing the same suitcase with the same amount of things as I am for like a four-week trip. Could you get everything done in just like a, a carry-on? Are you able to, to really? I did seven weeks in a carry-on. Yeah, no, not me. I'm, I am a very heavy packer. I make sure like, oh, what if, you know, it snows in Mexico and I'll have stuff for snow and I'll... But the nice thing about that is my family knows that if they need something, they go into my suitcase because I have the hair ties and the da da da. And, you you know, have and hair ties? Yeah, I have hair ties. You know, whatever they need. You know, I'll, I'll even bring like pads, you know, you know, whatever Just in it takes. Case. Yeah, yeah, I'm the overpacker. Well, everyone's always grateful for that person. I think maybe the older I get, the more overpacker I get. I was able to do really light packing and now I kind of am a little neurotic too. And I'll be like, what if I lose my one face lotion and I need a backup? Uh, I have to like talk myself out of it and be like, I don't, it's like a weekend. I'm going Thursday to Sunday this time. So I'm like, right. it's really, I'd be fine. I could probably find one. I'm not going to yeah. run out of my one face lotion in these three days. You'll, as long as you don't put it in your carry on and they'll take it away from you. I am, but it's under four ounces. It's three, uh, under 3.4 ounces. That, oh, I'm right. careful about that now. 
Right, because you're taking, you're just taking a carry-on. Yeah. Wow. So I've got it down to a science. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big carry-on guy. I like to check my luggage. Okay, well, I'm so paranoid about them losing my luggage that I hate checking it. Have you ever had your luggage lost? No, because I never check a bag. (laughs) (laughs) Unless I had to, I, I really... I've anytime I see it happen to a friend, I'm like, I can't think of anything worse. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But I definitely always make sure that I have some stuff in my back. I bring a backpack too. So I always have something, you know, the the key stuff in my backpack. Mm-hmm. That's whatever cute. that is. Yeah. So where are you going? I'm going to Tulum because Lauren and Dan are getting married. Congratulations. Shout out to Lauren and Dan. Do I know Lauren and Dan? Um, no, but they are moving to San Diego as well. So maybe you'll meet them. I'll bring them to Shabbat. Nice. One night because they're very excited to be, they're moving from Napa. They're excited to be um, coming to Southern California. So we're going to have some LA time with them. Wow. So what day is the wedding? Saturday, Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday yeah. night. Um, Thursday is Lauren's birthday. So happy mm. birthday, Lauren. We're going to go birthday. to birthday things saturday nice. or friday's welcome drinks we're going on a boat it'll be wow. very excited wow i am so jealous you're going to tulum that's that's we bernice and i were in tulum for my first time i think we talked about it a little bit earlier this year that was where we went and did a kind of yoga e thing which is which will wrap it up towards the end of the episode about yoga a little bit for me but uh that's why I'm jealous you're going to Tulum because Tulum to me means yoga. Oh, okay. I haven't been yet. I only but went I, once. I know I'm going to want to go back because this is is going to be, a, I'll have a little bit of an agenda because there's like group activities. So I already know I'm going to be interested in seeing all these things. So I'm going to have to do a follow-up trip. Yeah. I'm expecting to see pictures. Okay. But I'll, not I'll, just on social media. I want you to send me cool pictures. Okay. I will send them. I also okay. um, did my homework from last time we spoke and I watched Saltburn. Yes. That was a really nice segue. Thank you. I like that. That was a good segue into Saltburn. Um, good. Good job doing your homework. I love I love when we do our homework. I did forget to text you. That's what made it reminded me because I was going to oh, text right. you. I wanted you to tell me as soon as you saw it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I totally I, forgot. I was too blown away. I got distracted. Yes. And I want to know what Rachel thought of it. Okay. Well, I'll get a voice note from her. I also think eventually we'll probably need to have her on the pod, but not. Yeah. she's yeah. got to earn it. Okay. All right. To yeah. talk about salt burn or just in general? Just in general. Okay. Cool. Yeah. A hay free cool, samples cool. pod. But she... Um, <clears throat> We both, I think she liked it. I liked it. I, I thought liked, it was- Liked, loved? One to 10, give me a one to 10. Um, I, ta- I don't really rate movies like that. I think if you're still thinking about it after you watch it, that's a really good sign. That's what Bernice says. That's how I am with movies. Like if I'm still thinking about any storyline later, which this one I was, it's like a, a major win for me, but I no, I don't do like a scaled rating. Yeah, yeah. I But for me- like the whole movie, I was like, I don't, I, I don't know what I, I still don't know what I think about it, mm-hmm. but that final scene I just was in love with. And that's, and that's kind of the final scene. I just, I love that final scene. And we know murder on the dance floor is trending now. So everyone loves that final scene. Right. You're, we you're already did alone. a couple of social media posts with me walking to, have you, have you watched those yet, Allie? I think so. Uh-huh. It was a busy yeah, week. you haven't watched it. Okay. I don't know if I watched stories this week, but okay. I saw a lot. Both. That song was trending. So I know I saw one of my friends on TikTok also do on walking down a hallway. Exactly. It's I such a it. great scene. I love that scene. So I had questions immediately after watching. I think a yeah. lot of people did. Mm-hmm. One of them being... What did he, oh wait, also I wanted to give a disclaimer actually, so I'm going to give it now. Disclaimer to anybody who has not seen Saltburn, do not listen to this. Right. Unless you want to know the end. Right, unless you want the spoilers. Yeah, so these are spoilers. I also was going to talk about some scenes from other shows, including Ozark and Heathers, which is a very old movie. So I think you're fine on that one. And I may even throw in Breaking Bad. Okay, so if yeah. you if you don't want to know what happens in these movies and shows, stop listening, go watch them, and then come back. Definitely come back. Come back. Okay. Come back so, to Jamaica. Another That's, reference. That, that was a TV. Uh, that was a commercial when I was a kid about trying to get people to go to Jamaica. 
that'll land with Annie won't know that. Yeah, it'll be with just old people like me. I don't know. Annie knows a lot. Does she? We got to give her some credit. Okay. Um, I immediately was like, "What did he poison Jacob Elordi with?" Yeah. What What was Jacob Elordi's character again? What was his name? I forgot what his name was. Um, it was. Oh wait, Felix, right? It was Felix. Felix, yes. Now, first of all, before we talk about what he poisoned with. He did not look like a Felix. Do you agree? No, he did not look like a Felix. Yeah. The fact no. that he was named Felix. That was I kind weird. of feel like they could have swapped him and Farley. Like Farley is like a cool boy name. Right. And, Fe- and Farley looked like a Felix to me. Kind of like, yeah. well, not quite. But but uh, yeah, Felix doesn't really match. He does not look like a Felix. But he can do anything, you know. He, he can do anything. He can do anything. And Jacob Lordy. Hot. We, lo- we love him. So Very hot. hot, guy. hot Such guy. a good actor. From Euphoria. Yep. Uh-huh. I like seeing um, him in a nice role, too. Wait a minute. So he was poisoned? Yeah. What do you mean? I'm kidding. I, well, we're doing the spoiler now. That's the okay. spoiler. He so was definitely poisoned. I immediately was wondering what he was poisoned with. Did you have a hunch or did you have that question, too? No, it was totally... They they kept it vague and, and, I, and I've been hunting, too. You know, and I still wonder even though we've you know i've looked online and cheated a little bit but it it still doesn't necessarily even make sense what they poison him with right i saw here was the theory that i found which feels right it was a lethal amount of cocaine yeah but that's just so like he he clearly put it in his drink right that that's what he did i i guess i guess he could have put a ton that's that's a lot of cocaine like where's he going to get all that cocaine from he's barely oh i guess Oh, yeah, I suppose. They're at a party, you know? Or I would say maybe another drug. Like, it could have been... Fentanyl. Could have been fentanyl. I guess. Do you think that crowd's a fentanyl crowd? I don't know. And and actually, that... Right? It wasn't current, right? It was in the past a little? I'm trying to remember. Was it current? No. It was... Because they didn't have iPhones. I feel like it was... Like, was it in the 90s, even, that movie? I'm trying to remember. Hmm. Let's see. It takes place in. It definitely said it at one point, and I remember being it not that long ago, two thousand six. So yeah, oh. it's just like right before. That's why I remember thinking like it's the two thousands, but it's before we have to deal with all the like social media annoy, annoying parts of the plot. Right. Yeah. Which nobody so, wants to see. I don't think fentanyl was around then yet, really, or at least like that. But yeah, no, I was totally intrigued what he poisoned him with, and and I and I don't think. That's the only thing I saw too was a lethal amount of cocaine, I which know. I guess I guess could make sense, but a lethal amount of something, definitely something. But uh, I don't know. That's what made me think of the other movie and TV poisonings and like how realistic. He also he's a big guy, Jacob yeah. Lordy. I wonder if he could have like had time to wander out somewhere. Would he really have just face planted like that? Exactly. Or or that's that's what also had me think about. Um, Breaking Bad, too. Wait, what of, did you think about Breaking Bad? There was poisoning in Breaking Bad also. Who did he poison? I, I did watch it, but it's so long ago. For it was now. a funny scene between Walter White and um, and what was the other character? Jesse and Jesse, mm-hmm. Jesse. And he, remember, he was going rice and beans. Mm-hmm. Remember rice and beans? And he's like, rice and beans? And it was ricin, the poison, R-I-C-I-N. Oh. But Jesse thought he was talking about rice and beans, and it was ricin from castor beans um, that that uh, Walter White had uh, had concocted up to poison. I think Salamanca. I think that was his plan or something. I think he may have even poisoned more than one person with that stuff. Sam, yeah, I, was, I forgot about that. Yeah, and it was it was also like a white powder that he that he got from castor beans. It's funny because. I feel like, I mean, I've listened to some murder podcasts. I used to be kind of into that. Sometimes I still am. Mm-hmm. And Why? I feel like to they, try they, to figure out ways to murder people. I think it's just like entertaining. But right, right. I I think they always make it sound like it's such a female thing to poison people. Like guys are always stabbing or shooting or like I right. don't know, doing some up close aggressive thing. And so it's interesting in shows like this where they have like I think it maybe makes you, you would dislike the protagonist so much if they killed someone in a, in like a violent way. Right. So right. 
to see Walter poison someone or, or um, Oliver poison someone, you don't, it's not as like barbaric, you know? Yes. And you, you know what? You just made me think of more, more poisonings too from other shows. Um, and even a current, another current movie, the Hunger Games. Did did you watch the new hung, the Hunger Games prequel? Oh, I have not seen it. No, so don't spoil okay. alert that. I won't spoil alert. But there's poisoning that takes place in that. That doesn't surprise me because there were poisonings in the other ones. But also, you did just give me a spoiler. Yeah, I guess. But yeah. but you don't know you don't know where the poisoning is going. Okay. You no, know, you have no idea. So I'm going to ask you, real or fake? Do you think real or fake on? cocaine poisoning for Jacob Elordi. Do you think that's like possible? Could it be a thing? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, for, for sure. Uh, although, although I guess, yeah, no, it, definitely cocaine can kill. In fact, when I was a kid, I remember there was a, a pretty famous, amazing college basketball player who was like destined to go to the NBA, who's going to be the greatest thing. And a guy named Len Bias, and I'm not a big basketball fan, but I remember Len Bias died of a cocaine overdose when I was in high school. And he, here comes a, a spoiler alert, personal spoiler alert. That is why I never tried cocaine, because that um. scared the crap out of me, that Len Bias, and supposedly it wasn't, quote, a lethal amount. It was just, you know, he was doing cocaine and it blew his heart out kind of thing. So, oh, yeah, if you have a yeah. heart condition or if or it's laced with something. Or even just too too high a dose, you know, your heart could race and you could develop severe tachycardia and arrhythmia. So for sure, cocaine could definitely kill. Yeah, it's just funny because you never see people ingest it that way. But, you know, anytime you've seen it in a movie, if there's an overdose, it's like they're snorting it. Right. I, I haven't seen anyone drink it or be poisoned right. with it. So that yeah. that was an interesting... Um, well, you, you do see people like kind of, you know, put it on their it. gums and yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, but not you couldn't gum enough to kill yourself. You'd have to like swallow it, I think, or snort it. Right. I, I mean, you maybe you could, but it would probably take a very long time. <laughs> it wouldn't no be the efficient way. Yeah, um, unless you had some issue. It made me think of also Mia Wallace from Pulp Fiction. Yes. When she does the cocaine, but she thinks it's cocaine, but it's heroin. Right. I think. And she snorts it and like immediately right. overdoses and then <laughs> adrenaline shots of the heart, real or fake? Um, definitely fake. Fake? Shoot. But great scene. There is an occasional need to put a needle in a heart, but not so much an adrenaline shot into the heart. I, I think... I mean, maybe it could be real, but more than likely, A, wouldn't work. B, they went right through the breastbone. Uh, C, it would probably do more damage. But occasionally, you people develop what's called a pericardial tamponade, which is, for whatever reason, blood develops around the heart because of bleeding of the heart or fluid around the heart that builds up. Our heart is wrapped in like a um, a casing. Mm. And there's not a lot of room between the heart and that casing. So very little fluid could actually be tolerated between the heart and the casing around the heart. So if quickly, if fluid builds up there, or even slowly, it sometimes needs to be aspirated and sucked out in a similar kind of syringe and needle that was used in the Pulp Fiction thing. So occasionally- So you maybe. Need, yeah, kind of not really, but yeah. Also, wait, what was the issue with breaking the breastplate? Is that bad? Well, I don't know if the needle would go through the breastplate unless they went right in between the ribs in the perfect place. I don't know. Yeah, it, I it's think kind they, of like a lucky stab. Yeah. So they, yeah. maybe they got lucky. I like to think Mia made it. Yeah. No, for sure. But you could even inject epinephrine. It doesn't have to be directly into the heart, theoretically. It could right. be they you just know, think it, that was into a blood drama. vessel. Yeah. Mm. That was just for drama. Got it. Uh, the other one that came to mind, this one really stuck with me for some reason. Yeah. Was the Ozark cherry pit poisoning? I don't. You know, you gave me that. What remind me? When was the cherry pit poisoning from Ozark? Darlene. I, Darlene grinds Darlene. up cherry pits. Yes. And she poisons her husband Jacob, yes. and yes. he dies because I guess if you grind up cherry pits, they release amygdalin, which, which is, is cyanide. Yeah. Right. Which you get cyanide from. So real yeah. or fake? I think real, right? I'm gonna guess. Yeah, definitely real. 
you know, if you get enough cherry pits and grind it up and give it to someone, theoretically real, if there's enough and it's given. Yeah, yeah. I also read, and I don't know if this is real, you can real or fake it, that it doesn't take that many to make you really sick. Like it's a three to four or seven to nine of specific types of cherry pits and you're poisoned. Right. But if you swallow the cherry pit whole, you're just going to poop it out. It has to be ground, you know, ground up. Yeah. So yeah, you're not so going to like ground them. Right. You're not going to chew your cherry pit, not without your teeth breaking kind of thing. No. And so, they're so hard. Right. Actually. Exactly. So you could swallow a cherry pit, even a bunch of cherry pits. And don't worry, I'm not recommending someone do that. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Definitely don't. don't. Try it. Yeah. Don't do it. But most likely you'll be okay. What kind of tea are you drinking there? Um, echinacea because I'm paranoid about getting sick every time I fly. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also got vitamin C packets. Yeah. And maybe get, um, what's that stuff called with the zinc in it and, uh, what's it called? Elderberry syrup. Well, that's too. Um, I'm totally blanking on it. The stuff with zinc, like if you're feeling sick and you take it. Oh, come on. What is it called? It's called uh, zinc stuff that you take if you're sick. Well, zinc you know, in general is good to take when you're sick. Zinc Vitamin C and zinc. For being sick. And I, t- and I, Zycam. Oh, that yeah. helps. Yeah, I think it does. Taking Zycam. I'm a big, I'm a big Zycam fan. Big Zycam. And there okay, you go. The other, and there the, you go. The other poisoning was, was Heather's, which is an 80s movie oh, yeah. starting Winona Ryder. Be proud yes. of me for knowing an 80s movie. Nice. Very my, proud. I can give credit to my parents for that one, my dad and my stepmom. Right. What's so, what's the current Winona Ryder thing that every everybody... She, she was yes. in Stranger Things, yeah. Exactly, yeah. I love Stranger Things. Also, she hadn't been in anything in a while. It was great to see her. It was to bring her back. You know, mm-hmm. she she had this, I don't know if you remember, she had this kleptomaniac phase. How, did you know I that? Do. Yeah, I do. Winona Ryder. I do remember. I'm not that surprised. I feel like that's such an attention thing. Like, she probably didn't need the money. No. You know, no, it was, it was like definitely the, that she just, like, wanted to get yeah. caught, probably. Yeah, it was bizarre. Like, subconsciously. Yeah. So, in that, they poison this group of girls called the Heathers. They poison them with Drano. Yeah. Or at least which the first bad, one. Which is bad. And actually is very real. real. Not fake or real, very real. We'll very real and a known thing. And in fact, I remember during my residency, there was one patient who tried, I think, tried to kill himself by drinking liquid Drano. That is bad. That is, Did it, it will, work? It's like, no. But That's unf- the other thing. Yeah. It seems like people just ruin their esophagus and their stomach. Melt their esophagus, which could be fatal. But if not... You, they wind up, I mean, it could be fatal because if you develop a major infection in the chest and the esophagus leaks and all that goes into the chest, it could really be fatal. But this was a young, healthy kid who I think was sick for a long time. And then they had to bring up the stomach, like unhook it and attach the stomach because he had no more esophagus up to the neck uh, so that that was his mode of swallowing. But the crazy thing in this particular guy is... Or, or maybe they were able to save part of his esophagus. I don't totally remember. But what ha- happens from the Drano, from lye, which it, it causes it to scar like crazy. So his esophagus just became this scarred tube that wouldn't do what it needed to do. So the craziest thing is he came to clinic and we would have to like shove these dilators down his throat with him awake, basically sword swallowing so that it would dilate out this narrowed tube so that he'd be able to eat. And it was the most weird, hard, strange thing that we would do to this guy in our clinic by basically shoving sword swallowing down his throat and watching him gag on it. He couldn't have known that. It seems like people, because they think it's fatal. And then it's like, you're really just doing so much damage and then living with the condition after, which is so, so, so sad. So sad. Um, I also, this one's off. I, I read a similar thing. I got in some Reddit thread of someone who said that happened to someone at their school and they moved their stomach yeah. up too. So that sounds about right. But yeah. I I remember also- Thanks for validating what my it was uh, from. surgical experience. Honestly, you validated him <laughs> because yeah. I was like, how is that possible? Yeah. 
It's pretty amazing, yeah. Uh, that, uh, that they that. moved the guy's stomach. And or then sometimes I... we move the colon up there, believe it or not. We we take part of the colon and use the colon as esophagus. So more, it sounds about right to the Reddit thread. I'll, I'll come back to them and let them know that what they said isn't a lie. The other one that I remember reading about was red, eye drops for redness. What about it? That if you put that in water or drink that, it'll kill you. It'll like something with your heart. Really? That I have no idea. Oh, because it's atropine, probably. The the right are the eye drops atropine, I, and I atropine, think so. it, it, you know, slows down the heart. That's um, and sometimes atropine we we use it as a as a medical treatment. Sometimes in a patient whose heart is racing too fast, we'll give them atropine. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it says if it's consumed by mouth, obviously not via yeah. your eye. Yeah. But I remember seeing yeah, that, ahead. and I, I just was shocked. I was like, that feels like it's way too accessible for it to be so fatal. Yeah. Yeah, it's it slows down the heart when the heart is racing. But the other thing atropine is sometimes used for, uh, believe it or not, it's used for um, to decrease saliva a little bit. Uh, also, um, you know, if patients are overly salivating and stuff, if they get a little atropine, it, it'll decrease the intestinal flow of stuff so it might decrease their saliva yeah it's it's an interesting it's used a lot and it's used to treat insecticide or mushroom poisoning atropine also it's used for a lot of different things but yes but it slows the heartbeat because it, so it narrows given, blood vessels oh that makes sense that's why they aren't red your eyes become right. not red exactly but obviously that going into your body narrows blood to your heart you know what other tv poisoning i thought of though just while we were talking what it's familiar. Okay, can you just tell me? Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Everything's happened in Game of Thrones, though. Yeah. But Joffrey, you know, they, they poisoned King jo young King Joffrey. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was such a, a gruesome scene of his yeah. life. Yeah. But, but I also think we was, were happy to see him go. Yeah, for sure. There was a lot of poisoning, actually, in Game of Thrones. There was um, one of the daughters got poisoned, too. Um, you thought everything was going to be happily ever after. And then one of the young daughters um, got poisoned by one of the, the witch women. But I don't totally remember the, the sand snake uh, uh, poison. Whose daughter was it? Do you remember that one? Uh, I think I remember one of the girls dying. Was it on a boat? Yeah, it was. They were about yeah, to go. Yeah, she was on like the really the, the like young, young and in daughter. love. Yeah, yeah and, and then she dies kind of right as they're taking off. Right. Yeah, that was um, that was a sad one. Again, was... I'm sure someone's listening to this screaming it. Oh, see, Alaria poisons Marcella by kissing her on the lips with a poison lipstick. Right. right. The poison claims Mar Marcella's life while Alaria drinks up the antidote to save herself. Exactly. And yeah. just since we're talking about poisoning, there's one there's one more that that like a classic um poisoning comedy movie. That, that I think is definitely worth mentioning and building up a tolerance to the poisoning. I'll tell you the poison, it's Iocane. Remember that, Iocane? Mm -mm. And whether it's a real poison, or, yeah, Iocane powder. Um, and the movie is Princess Bride, remember? remember oh, yes, that? yes, yes. And that was a great scene. Oh, yeah, that was a great scene. He's just yeah. like switching the glasses around, but it doesn't really matter because he's... Immune. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's always how it is. There's always like one person who's been taking a tiny about amount every day for years, and now they're immune. And there you go. And there you go. That's the hack. But that don't poison anyone. Don't do it. We don't recommend. Definitely not. So this week, what I was watching was that, and then I also watched "You Are What You Eat." It's a twin experiment. That one. Oh yeah, you, you were telling you me about it. it? No, but I need to. You'll like it a lot, obviously. No, Would you text I, that to me so I remember to watch it? Because it sounds super cool. Yes, I will. It, um, what was it on? It takes two identical twins. It's on Netflix. Okay. And they put them both on diets that are healthy, but one is an omnivore diet and one's a vegan diet. Yeah. 
And I mean, for a lot of them, just changing their exercise routine and their eating to be cleaner is help is helpful. But there's some like major differences between the vegan twin and the omnivore twin. So for And a this few, was a movie or a TV show? It's a docu-series. Okay. So multi-parts. Right. And it was great. Did you watch did, the whole thing? Yeah. They did a really good job. It was very entertaining too. Like the okay. twins are so cute and they're like bouncing off each other. It's fun. How old are they? Um they're adults. They're all I would say like forties and twenties and thirty fifties. Uh, okay. All adult twins. And identical twins or? Yeah, all only? identical twins. Okay. So some of them, it seemed uh, like only a handful of them gained more muscle on the omnivore diet. It seemed easier. That was the only thing that was easier. But the twins who were omnivores, some of them gained visceral fat, which is fat around the organs, which I didn't know about. Yeah. So I was, I was learning. Okay. Um, and... Oh, their inflammation went way down in the vegan twin. So yeah. even if like the weight gain, like because some of the guys were wanting to gain weight, as you can imagine, like I never yeah. really think of that as a, I never want to gain weight. I, yeah. I think of, but there were some that were wanting to gain weight, but then they were gaining weight, and they were measuring whether it was like muscle mass or body fat or visceral fat, mm -hmm. and it seemed like the visceral fat was higher in, in the omnivore twins, right. whereas the vegan twins lost visceral fat like yeah. their and their like their blood pressure and everything was bound went down their inflammation went down their they also measured their genital response mm -hmm. the blood flow and it was so much better in the vegan twins at the end of the study higher than before yeah, but erections. For, well they used women or oh or or clitoral response yeah uh -huh. so clitoral response was uh -huh. not only higher than it was before and it was higher i think in both twins after the study because they were like eating healthier, moving, working out more. Yeah. Like, but it was so much higher in the vegan twin, yeah, than it was before, and in comparison to their omnivorous twin. So it was interesting just to see. They also get into so much like agricultural history and like sociological issues. It it touches so many really interesting topics. It's very informative, but also entertaining. Yeah. Twin studies are some of the best ways to do studies, you know, because they're uh, for identical twins. That's that's kind of like one of the best gold standards of of testing things, you know, to see how how because for the most part, they are identical. Um, so it's it's really a great way to to have a control and a and a test. There was another movie. Did you see Game Changers or have you heard of Game Changers? Also talking about being plant-based and and oh, similar yes. thing. And and they had these young guys, you know, and they measured their nighttime erections, you know, which was kind of a funny thing. And these guys, you know, being all happy about being plant-based and having longer and stronger erections too, which is just you know, good entertainment, I think. And that's why they throw it into both both of those movies is my guess. It's also more than just entertainment. It's important yeah. to people, you know, and they right. don't talk about it. It's something that like is private, but if you're struggling with, you wouldn't know, oh, maybe I'll try being vegan. Yeah. Like how yeah. could you know to figure, I don't know how most people would figure that out on their own. Right. Um, especially if their doctors don't know, which it seems sure. like some of them don't. You know, being vegan definitely helps with the, like you said, inflammation, but also um, reduces, um, it is so much better for blood vessels, you know, so it reduces um, hardening of the arteries, which if you have better flow of your arteries and less hardening of the arteries, you're going to have better performance sexually and all that stuff because you're going to have better flow everywhere. So that's, Simple. yeah, exactly. I also wanted to um, add to our poison. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to poison, so is it going to change the way you eat at all? I already eat pretty vegan. You I do, guess right? I, yeah, I occasionally eat um, seafood, but I also had watched that Seaspiracy or whatever it was called. I think it was a Seaspiracy one um, that talked about like the importance of one, cutting back on seafood, specific seafood, and wild caught versus farmed so i already right. barely eat seafood but it was a good reminder that like you really really shouldn't eat farmed fish yeah. it's foul 
And I'm not going to say much more than that. There's just, I kind of already picked up on it only on my own because I read labels a lot. Like at the store, I I take forever to shop because I read everything. (laughs) And I noticed all this salmon had color added. And I was like, why is there Mm. color added to this? Mm -hmm. That's disgusting and weird. So I'd already noticed that a few years ago. And just, I don't buy anything with color added, especially fish, because why? And then in the documentary, this one and Seaspiracy, both talked about it's because they're the salmon are so sick they're like gray Mm. they have like parasites eating off their skin and and their body and they add color to make them look healthy Hmm. they make the salmon look pink again the color that that wild caught healthy fresh salmon is wow so it's a great reminder i you know sometimes if i want sushi i'm sure i'm not asking if i'm at a restaurant sitting down i'll say like, is this wild caught? I hate to be that person, but I ask. You're that person. And I, I don't eat it if it's not, but uh-huh. there's definitely times where I've just like ordered the sushi and not asked. So now I, it was a reminder, like, that's really important to me. It's gross. Or don't ask, don't tell. No, I don't eat. Don't eat if you're not going to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. was my reminder on that, but cool. I'll let you watch it. Cool. Oh, the, what I was going to give was um, a poison helpline. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because I thought I should include that in case anyone yes. ingested a bunch of ground cherry pits or accidentally drinks their eye drops. Yes. Uh, it's 1 800 222 1222. It should be a lot shorter. So yes. maybe call 911. <laughs> yeah. But if 911 feels dramatic, you call 1 800 222 1222 and they'll tell you if what you ate was poisonous. Yeah. So that's your person. Uh, the other thing we wanted to talk about this week in relation to health and pop culture was two big medical moments in the news. The defense secretary and the princess of Wales both sharing really personal medical information and their surgeries and sort of how that affects people around them. What Did you have any initial thoughts on that? Well, the whole uh, defense secretary thing was a whole, you know, major political mess you know it's so bizarre that that he if you were a normal person everything he did is totally fine right like of of course my health is my own business but but he he has to let people know where he is or certainly let the the his backup person know that they're going to be you know taking over you certainly should let the president know but he tried to keep his health care under wraps and he kind of disappeared for a while which is really bizarre Yeah, it's, I think it's so, um, it feels really male to me, (laughs) you know, just to like think you can just not talk about something and it'll just like kind of go away. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Like maybe if he just doesn't talk about it, like everything will be fine. Yeah. I think that's kind of just like such a boy, not like a boy. I definitely know, have dated and have met women who do that too, but it just feels like mostly just kind of a, a guy thing to just think, oh, like, He's maybe embarrassed to be sick. You know, he's like a military guy who's probably focused on his physical health and was hoping like it could be wrapped up quickly and he wouldn't have to talk about it. Right. Maybe he thought like, oh, yeah, it's one day I'll be in and out in like five minutes, you know. Yeah, I'll just say I'm unavailable. Yeah. But the but the problem was, is he had complications, I think, related to his surgery that that then led to emergencies and stuff like that. But the surgery itself you know, wasn't necessarily an emergency, could have been planned, could have been timed, unless there was some other thing that we're missing, who, you know, that that we're not finding out about. But there's always a risk of, like, issues with surgery, right? Like, even though you hope for the best, it really should have been shared. But that being said, I could totally understand not wanting, no judgment. I could understand thinking this is private. Right, Especially exactly. it's prostate cancer, and he might feel like that's his really private information. Right. It's cancer. Why does he need to tell anybody? But he needs to tell people. Yeah. Although, although I guess had he done it right, he probably could have told the president, hey, I'm going in for, and his people, I'm going in for a surgery. It's none of your guys' business, what, but I'm going to be out, and you need to have X, Y, Z. They don't need to know his health. They just need to know that he's disappearing for a while, which is and had he done that, probably the world wouldn't know that he had prostate cancer. And yeah, the had whole country, right? Yeah. He didn't get ahead of it, and then the whole country now knows his personal information. Whereas, right, if he maybe had told a handful of people, exactly, it could have been who were prepared to handle anything in his absence, totally. or would have teed that up. 
Yeah. Well, I hope for speedy recovery. It sounds like he's doing better now. I think so. Although I heard, unless I'm just my timing's off, that there was some other emergency, but maybe that was the same one and they're just repeating it in the news. Like The news is, to, I mean, I feel I like know. everything gets recycled over and over, but it could let's be. see. But this will also date us because this will be old. Yeah. So either way, we wish him a, a speedy recovery. Yes. Refua Shalema, as we say. Refor Shalema? Uh-huh. That means um, speedy recovery, full speedy recovery. Re it's good to know. Yeah. And then the Princess of Wales, I think that this kind of set the exact example. So they got, they definitely got ahead of it and posted that she's having an abdominal surgery and she'd be in for 14 days, which I saw all these nurses commenting, 14 days is a very long time after surgery, and they were coming up with all these theories even though she asked for privacy yeah well yeah that's but but it's because they said she's going to be in the hospital for 10 to 14 days which is a long time for any kind of elective surgery yeah let's see they said the right? princess of wales wait, let's see i think they said she's going to be in the hospital so unless she doesn't want to be home recovering that that's oh that's she will part... remain yeah she will remain in the hospital i'm reading from their instagram prince right Prince and Princess of Wales. She remained in the hospital for 10 to 14 days before returning home to continue her recovery. Yeah, that's based, what's pretty nuts. Based on the current medical advice, she's unlikely to return to the public duties until after Easter. Yeah, yeah. it must be really serious. Easter's far. Yeah, the, the whole being in the hospital for 10 to 14 days strikes me... Like I, I would guess, I would imagine that where they live has enough room and help to care for her at home. That that's right. the part that really is kind of weird sounding, unless they do things differently. But because yeah, she could have a doctor at her house for sure. So it must yeah. be if she needs to stay in a hospital for some reason. It must be very which is, serious. Which is kind of, but then I read that supposedly it might just be hernia surgery, which these days we do a lot of outpatient hernia surgery. So yeah, some, some people, people said hernia, but right. then people commented you wouldn't be in that long. It would be a hysterectomy. Which what's a hysterectomy? Removing the uterus. Oh. But even for that these days, it's it's pretty, um, you know, you're out in a day or two usually. So I don't know. I'm, what, could she have had like a, I, I don't know. It's weird. Do you think uh, it could it, be cancer related? They, Is there they, any reason everybody's for claiming it's not cancer, but yeah, maybe. Or although maybe she's having like a like a, a major tummy tuck, but she no, doesn't she's need so a tummy little. Tuck. Yeah. Yeah. Because because that sometimes takes a while to heal, or maybe she's having I don't know I I, I mean also there's Ozempic now who's getting tummy tucks exactly no but it, actually you do need like the panis you know the fat from after losing all that weight you lose you have a lot of skin and stuff so that that might need to be uh, so she removed. still doesn't apply I feel like. yeah no she doesn't have yeah. that but could she be having I don't know. I, I don't even want to go to weird places. Like, could she be having a double mastectomy for whatever reason? Maybe she tested oh. genetically positive for yeah. the breast cancer gene and and she's having like major flaps brought up and, and, and it could all be not cancer. Maybe she is pro she they found that she has the BRCA, the breast cancer gene. So they're doing mastectomy and then they're moving sometimes, although I think she's too skinny for it, but they could be moving some of her muscle, either her abdominal muscle or back muscle, which would make her need a tummy tuck too. And that's hard recovery. So then and, they could call it an because I was gonna say they called it an abdominal surgery though. Right. Right, but so then they, they could flip call up in. the abdominal muscle up to the breast to reconstruct the breast. I don't know. Those are all the places that I'm going as a surgeon. Like, why does she need to be in the hospital for that long? For so many days. Yeah. yeah. Well, unless I, unless that's code for like a, a trip to Cancun, you know, or to Tulum for two weeks, and or, she wants to be off grid. Or maybe she needs a mental health break. It could be that too. I can't imagine it's easy to be her. They could be called like the only thing they could do is tell her. She, say that she needs a physical health break and everyone respects that yeah maybe she's just getting checked in somewhere like rehab no that's or something. a great thought maybe i feel like it's probably like a rehab or i could see her having like a pill thing i don't know i hope well, not i hope i'm wrong no but I even not a healthy. pill thing even just you know she anything needs 10 days to to cool it yeah or just a mental health moment because she lives in the public eye 24 7 and she deserves it but i think 
shouldn't be that think, hard to get it. No, but don't you think maybe she'll share it eventually? I think that would be good for the world to hear that. Just like uh, totally. Simone Biles did that for a while, right? Yeah, I think we're, I mean, I, that's why I thought maybe rehab, even though I, yeah. she, there's no signs of that. So I'm totally yeah. wrong. I, and yeah. I think and hope I'm wrong, but yeah, I think that we're in a climate now where hopefully people are able to lead by example with that stuff and share. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying medication or I'm taking a mental health yeah. break. I'm going off social media for this amount of time or, but that is a really old school family. Obviously it's not the same with them as yeah. it is with the rest of the world. So exactly. it's hard to say. Exactly. Best of luck to her. Yes, yes. What do we say? What did you just say in Hebrew? Refua Shalema. Refua Shalema. Yeah. Make did a complete you, recovery. A complete recovery. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to use that. Yeah. And there you go. What's something new you tried this week? This is our new segment at the end. Yeah. Listeners. Um, uh, it's, it's not so much this week. Oh, was it this week? Yeah, no, it was this week. I did, was it? Was it Monday? Yeah. I did two yoga classes on Monday. Mm, that's what you yeah. wanted, right? Wasn't this part of your resolution? Yes. Yes. So I went with Bernice, the master injector. Shout out to Bernice. To, shout, uh, out Bernice. shout out to a sculpt class. And interestingly, Bernice and I can't get, and Bernice even more than I can't get, coming full circle, can't get murder on the dance floor out of our heads. So she actually told the song to the yoga instructor who she take, or she loves her class. So the yoga instructor incorporated that song into the yoga class. So Bernice was so psyched. So we did a hot eight sculpt yoga class and murder on the dance floor was one of the songs. Love. Um, so I started dancing naked, you know, <laughs> of apropos. Course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and then later in the evening, I did a, or in the afternoon, uh, Izzy was off on Monday because it was MLK Day, and we did a power class, which was wonderful. Oh, nice! Yeah, so you did power and sculpt. I thought maybe your second one would be like, like yin or something. No, I went hardcore Monday. Wow! Yeah, nice. I want to become a yogi. I think. I love that for you. Yeah, You're off to a great start. There you go. Yeah. Uh huh. What about you? Um, I, what did I do this week? I started morning pages, which is, oh, I need to give credit where credit is due. I forget the name of, I need to look her up right now. It's an author. And I heard her on another podcast talking about morning pages, which is basically just like Julia Cameron, the mm -hmm. artist's way it's called. She just talks about basically as an artist or anyone, cause I don't know if I consider myself an artist. I'm not making much, but to start every morning with morning pages, it's kind of like a word vomit of your consciousness so that your mind is clear for the rest of the day to create your art or do whatever it is that you do. So I started doing that because I, I noticed sometimes I wake up thinking, which is yeah. unfortunate. And I thought maybe I just need to get it all out right when I wake up and then I can have like a more successful day. So that was wait, something wait. I tried this week. Explain to me the page you write. You mean you write some pages? Is that why it's called pages? Yes, she know. has more rules around it. Like it needs to be three to five pages, and it needs like I just kind of took the overarching theme of morning pages and just thought I'll journal until I feel finished every morning. So sometimes that's going to be a page for me. Otherwise, maybe it is three to five pages, um, and it's like handwritten. It needs to be in a right. in an old you do school it journal. And it's at the side of your bed, even before you kind of get up, you got to do it, I put it right away. Night. Yeah. I put it there the night before. And then mm -hmm. when I wake up, I grab it and I start, because sometimes you, not you, I wake up and I'm thinking of all the stuff I need to get done. And it's like, yeah. I feel stressed right when I wake up and then I'm getting kind of bitchy because yeah. I'm like in a bad mood already. I'm, it's got a list. So it helps to write it down. Yeah. It feels a little bit more manageable. And then. I also think I remember it better when I write it down. And then hopefully it turns into more interesting thoughts once I get those to-dos out of the way. And so you just started it this week? Yeah, I just started it this week. And what's the name of the writer? Julia Cameron. Julia Cameron. I got to look her up. Julia Cameron. How did, how did you find her? I heard of her in a podcast. I think it was Glennon Doyle's podcast. 
which is called We Can Do Hard Things. I'm pretty sure that was it. I've She's been on a few podcasts. Here you come. An American teacher and author. Is that her? Mm-hmm. She's 75 years old. Is that her? Yeah, and she apparently And she's this... married to Martin Scorsese? Oh, oh no, my... she was married to Martin oh, Scorsese. Oh, I was like, I don't know that. Um, she actually apparently came up with Morning Pages a very long time ago. I don't know why it resurfaced like a year or two ago, and I started hearing about it like two years ago in podcasts again. Wait, but this is her, the the one who's 75, yeah. who's ma- who was married to Martin Scorsese. Yeah, I didn't know about the Martin Scorsese thing, but I remember her being in her 70s, and she wrote this book about the artist's way a long time ago. Wow. She was married to him for just two years, 1975 to 1977, if that, if, if that is the proper Julia B. Cameron. Is that her? Um, yeah. The artist's way. Yeah, the artist's way, yeah. I've been trying that, yeah. and I like it. So I recommend if anyone's waking up thinking like I am. Let's try to get her on the show. Okay. Shooting for the stars. There you go. I will do it. There you go. That could be that could be great. Anything else from you? That is pretty well, Izzy and I started this drawing class. I think we talked about that a little bit, right? Or, yeah, or how's have it we going? not talked about it? It's we good, have. although I didn't make it. I didn't make it this we were it's Tuesday nights and Saturday mornings. I didn't make it last night because my surgery ran late. So I didn't make it home on time for us to go. So I'm kind of I'm kind of upset and I'm nervous. You know, once you miss it, I, I hope we don't miss again on Saturday because I'm really enjoying it. And we've been posting a little bit on on uh, on Instagram some of the work that I've been doing, which is really, I did see. I yeah. did see that. And it's it's really been fun. It's it's really it's fun just because I'm doing it with her is is one of the highlights. Um, we're you know we're drawing these nudes together, which is interesting to be doing it with your 17 year old daughter. But it's is she liking it? I think she is. Yeah, I think she it's is. It's cool. It's yeah. I think it's good skill set. I mean, drawing is such a an amazing outlet. I feel yeah. like something good to know how to do. Yeah, it's fun. Did is he draw doing. before this? Is that why it inspired you? Yeah, Izzy's a, Izzy's in in studio art. She's doing AP art this senior year. Oh, so, amazing! Yeah, so she's an artist, and she's actually a way better artist than I ever was, uh, and is so ahead of me. and And I hope she sticks with it, and I hope she she hasn't found her art voice and style yet. So, uh, but I didn't figure out mine until college, you know, until sophomore year of college. So, she's way ahead of where I was, and so I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping she finds it and I'm hoping we continue it as a as a family thing. Yeah, she's got time. I think that's such a cool thing to guide her to do. So Yeah. That's so Makes sweet that you guys are doing that. Makes me really happy. Okay, well that's all from us. Well, enjoy Tulum. I'm so jealous and I need to see a ton of pictures from it. Thank you. I'll remember to send them this time. And a reminder to our listeners before we sign off to tell us what you want to hear. It was fun talking about poisonings this week if you have any other interesting episodes you have questions on or topics in the news send them our way we want to talk about them or if you know any potential amazing guests that you want to be on the show do that for us exactly we want them there you go all right thank you have a great night thanks everybody good night enjoy tulum i'm so jealous thank you Bye. bye guys thanks for listening to gross anatomy As a reminder, Gross Anatomy is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. 